crack of dawn, Monday morning coffee, strong horn, everything you got into a paycheck Friday night. Your power stroke, diesel, backhoe, riding king of bears, 18-wheeler, driving, living life in between the lines of clocking in. Good evening and welcome back. This is Randy with the Renegades on Dirt podcast. We got Kaylee on the phone and special guest in the studio tonight. Looking like he's a little uncomfortable behind a microphone. <laughs> Nowhere near as comfortable as he looks in a sprint car is Jory Hughes. How's it going, Jory? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Now we got Kaylee on the phone with us and, well, you know, Kaylee's just kind of there. So we'll just let him know what he does. Not important enough to be in, invited into the studio this time. Hey, so. we, we invited you into the studio, but you were too lazy working slow. Yeah, well, you know how it is. <laughs> got to pay the bills till this whole podcast thing takes off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. How, I don't know if that's going to do us any good either. So better keep working. <laughs> right, right. Right. What's up, Jory? How are you? I'm good, man. Just uh, hanging out. Almost uh, snow time. Yeah, and you're racing again this winter, I'm uh, guessing. I, I don't know. I, nope. I'm trying to buy a house, so all of my uh, money's been getting saved <clears throat> up. So I don't know. I might do Duluth if I get a little sponsorship for uh, entry fees, but that'd probably be it. Hey, I know well, this guy owns a fence company. He might help you out. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, lucky for you. I mean, we, uh, you are on a very exclusive podcast right now. Came to the right and, place. Uh, yeah, they will. Uh, I'm sure that the checks will be uh, showering. That you won't be able to get them all in your mailbox. So. <laughs> You'll take five and ten dollar checks, right? Oh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> Quarters, pennies, nickels. <laughs> Hard to get the stamp to stick to a penny, though. <laughs> <laughs> kind of redundant to put one on a penny <laughs> but yeah so that's so you've been uh have you been working have you guys been working on the sprint car at all yet or i don't know or? i don't think he's done i think he sent that engine out and then uh that's about all I, I haven't talked to him in a couple weeks he called to check in with me a couple weeks ago but that's about it so okay i'm sure he's messing with it a little bit well, and to bring everybody else up to speed, if you don't know, Jory drives the uh, the gray and black number 19 uh, for Reese Layton, who is kind of a local sprint car, uh, I'm going to say legend. I mean, oh, I've yeah. I've not known him, but have known of him for many, many years. And I think he's had some, some pretty uh, exclusive drivers have sat behind the wheel of that car. And uh, I'd say Jory is no different. He is the next... Uh, fabulous driver in a long line of uh, of really talented guys. So, and well deserved, a well deserved ride. So, yeah, I'm I'm uh, very thankful to have that ride. He, uh, Reese and Pam are very good people, and they've always been very good to me. Now, this isn't the first time you've driven for him, is it? Um, yeah. Well, last year was the first time. Yeah. I knew him before that, and then I always I always knew he had a a wing car, four ten car. Yeah. And then uh, he had some interest in sticking around home a little more when he heard we were doing this series. And then, uh, like last spring, when I retired, <laughs> he gave me a call and it ended up working out. That's I, awesome. Then I unretired. <laughs> What'd you do? Retire your truck? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I. Uh... Oh, go ahead, Jerry. No, I retired. And then uh, remember, <sighs> Paul Schultz got hurt and I drove for him. And then Reese called me, so it ended up working out. That works. 
Yep. Uh, the 101 car is, uh, has actually helped a couple guys get going or, or reinvent their careers, I guess. But uh, <laughs> but you did a really good job in uh, in Paul's car. Um, actually won a couple races, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he, he stole and it I from all generally from everybody had a Bemidji. So. Pretty good, yeah, I had a pretty good view of, uh, of all the times you passed me. So, um, but yeah, and then, uh, then Reese comes along and, uh, uh, you're absolutely correct. I didn't, I didn't know Reese, um, from before, like I said, but he, uh, uh just a wonderful family. Um, and what's the dog's name? The dog's name? Uh, Lily, I believe. Oh, I lost, I, I cut up. Uh, your phone going to hell on us now? He must have Verizon. Easy now. Let's not go calling out <laughs> yes. the phone companies. <laughs> yes, I'm in. And I love Verizon. If they want to sponsor the podcast, we would be happy to have them aboard. But, uh, <laughs> yes, you're right. I do have Verizon. And uh, they, they're, they're not – their coverage isn't as good. So Randy told me to say that. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. He's an AT&T guy. Blame, blame it on the fat guy with a Verizon phone sitting beside him. Can you hear him. me now? <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> So, but uh hello anyway. boss <laughs> so but they don't travel anywhere without uh without the dog and jory and uh they every everywhere they go uh i i seen them in fact we uh it was it was the ada show and the fargo show that uh the truck broke down correct yep. yeah and you uh you saved us big time very oh no you, you you saved us because we we definitely needed the extra car out there. Having you guys out there brought us up to six. You're you're cutting in and out just a little bit, Kaylee. You must be going through ball club. Somewhere on there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hang hang with it just a little bit. You'll be at the casino in no time, and then you'll have signal back. Right. <laughs> Once you hit White Oak, you got pretty solid signal the rest of the way to Rapids. I can uh, I can keep an eye on it here. You guys talk some talk amongst yourselves. Oh, it sounds better now. <laughs> yeah, you're getting better. But now you went and ran some four ten shows with them. Yep, last year we ran some, and then uh, this year we got to go to Knoxville, and that was a dream come true. I couldn't pass that up. I got to race with USAC, the best in the world at non wing racing, and at the the greatest sprint car track in the world so that that was awesome that was just a surreal experience I'm down there racing with dave darling and the boys yeah it was it was crazy <laughs> it was like a little kid <laughs> were you fanboying down there i tried not to too hard i tried to concentrate on on the job i had to do I, I, I... jesus kaylee roll the window back up <laughs> oh now he's hooked to his his radio <laughs> technology <laughs> that can be such a bummer sometimes <clears throat> no but that uh man that was quite an experience there i just couldn't believe that i got to go there and, and race with those guys it was crazy i think we lost kaylee what do you think <laughs> that's all right he'll call us back here in yep. a little bit <clears throat> Yeah, it uh, it was almost like a blur the whole first the whole first night. I didn't even have time to be nervous because everything just happened so quick. And how'd it go? It went better. Our goal for the weekend was to make the B main, and and we made it. 
we made it through on Saturday night. So that was the plan and they were happy. My car owners were happy with it and I was happy with it. And it was, it was awesome. Where'd you, where did, where did your rent wind up? Uh, walk, walk us through the week. You know, come on, man. Again, it was blurry. So I don't remember <laughs> the results exactly, but I remember on Friday I was in the C main and then they combined points for the weekend, including qualifying. So on Saturday after the heat races, they total up all your points from Friday and Saturday up to that point. Okay. And then they line up the A, the B, and the C. And we, again, we didn't qualify, and I've never had a time trial, especially at a crazy place like that. So that was quite an experience, so I didn't get too many points there. But we started in the back of the C-Main on Saturday night, and I, I must have finished fourth or fifth, and I advanced to the B-Main, and then I think we passed a couple cars and maybe ended up 13th 14th or so but uh yeah it was awesome that's pretty damn respectable really yeah, when you're it, talking uh, about that caliper driver it was crazy the hey. speed is it was so hard to get used to we don't go that fast around here so it was uh you can feel so many more things in the car at that speed than you can around here like you can i think we had a wheel out of balance one on uh saturday during time trials and i could feel it my head was shaking you could feel the head shake so weird yeah kind of sketchy but they worked out i think we changed wheels after qualifying and then got things better and yeah it was good obviously. i was comfortable the rest of the night as comfortable <coughs> as i could be i guess in that place but yeah i'm thankful again he uh he likes to do that i wish last year there were a few more uh, races that were in wisconsin and northern illinois that we could hit for the 410 stuff but this year they didn't do that with scheduling but I believe next year they're going to do that again. So hopefully it works out that we can run a handful of more 410 shows. And I would love to run uh, some 410 wing stuff. That would be awesome. But again, that's not up to me. Hopefully we can do that, though. Well, maybe they'll uh, throw the wings on 410 in it and let you go race with the yeah, World that would Outlaws. Be awesome. He's got the car at home. He's got the wing car there. Just it wasn't put together this year. <laughs> So it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility. No, and again, again, I got to ride, uh, run Kaylee's car. Thankfully, he let me do that on my dad's memorial race in June at Hibbing. Um, so they knew I have a little bit of interest in it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they know that you've got interest in driving pretty much anything yeah, with you, wheels. I'll drive it. Wheels, <laughs> skis. And two wheels, four wheels, bars. skis. It don't matter. You drive a wheelbarrow if you put an engine yeah, in it. Whatever. <laughs> if I get adrenaline from it, I'm in. <laughs> awesome. Now, this season, like we're watching, I got the monitor set up, so we're kind of glancing over at the race from Ada. And you had a bit of fun down there. Yeah, that was a fun. I've never been to that track before. I Again, I got to watch a few videos on YouTube of it, but uh, fun, big track get a lot of speed and then uh it was fun i think i won the heat race and then uh maybe started third or fourth in the feature kaylee started in front of me and i knew i would have to get an amazing start to try and get up there with him quick and i didn't get up there quick enough i almost got him at the end but he was, he was fast <laughs> yeah he made it entertaining coming through three oh, yeah. or four a couple of times there i'm pulling up beside him and waving at him <laughs> yeah that was fun some nights were on like that, and again, uh, the next night we went to Fargo, and we were not on. <laughs> well, there were there were some things against everybody there. You know, Mother Nature was being yeah, brutal. Just, 
It just was not my night. I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> That's all right, though. That happens sometimes. You got to yeah. take the good with the bad. Well, that track dried out so bad, but 97 degrees all day long and 30 mile an hour winds across the track. And I know Kaylee and I talked about this on the season recap, but those guys busted their butts to get you guys a racetrack. Yeah, I'm just, I'm very thankful that Ada and Fargo, they had us out there and it looked like uh, the fans had a great time and the track seemed to like us too. So hopefully we can go back out there. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that swing again next year. And uh Hopefully we can get Buffalo River Race Park on Saturday, so we oh, got something man. to do on the way. That on would be awesome. Home. That'd be sweet, because that'd be yeah. right on the way home in, in Glendon. Right? Yep. It's like we go right through there. Was it twenty-five miles from one track to the other? Yep. Yeah, it's a pretty close uh, three-track radius there. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd make it a great weekend. A three-night sweep. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know? And we can get some of the boys from North Dakota, from yep. the Western Renegade Series. To yeah, that'll be uh, very cool to have some of those guys. I yeah. think we can have some good good car counts out there. I know I know we're shaping the the, the schedule up to do that uh, Ada Fargo thing again, and then uh, Grand Forks and Greenbush again at the end of the oh, season. Oh, I'll be back for Grand Forks. That was that was awesome. That was <laughs> fun. Isn't that place of riot? Yeah, it's nuts. I've never driven that track. I had never even been there before. So, yeah, I was pumped, man. I've been out there plenty of times with late model guys and some other friends. And, yeah, I I, I was out in Fargo when it was still a half mile. Mm-hmm. So that place was way yep. different. Oh, yeah, I bet. But, yeah, God, both of those tracks are just phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, a lot of fun. Greenbush was a lot of fun. Heck, I'd, yeah. i just love to see the buffalo river get involved with us yep yeah, that, that would be great for that spring run and it i think i think we'd attract a few more racers if we had a an extra day in that oh, thing for sure that would help you know? yeah Greenbush was good i liked that track uh we had some mechanical troubles there but it was fun the laps i got to make there i think we're gonna have to plan it out a little bit ahead this year so that uh when we go up there next year we can get involved in that golf tournament sunday morning yeah I got to step my golf game up. <laughs> I wonder rough. if Lance will go with us again. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think he was impressed with our uh, skills. <laughs> and I don't think there was any skill involved in any of it no. from any of us. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> Although that last hole was, second to last hole was pretty fun, that 580 oh, yeah. yards of For sure. right beside the road holy crap look how straight this thing is yeah we'll we'll plan that out a little better for next year <laughs> see if we can get to the, lo- the local course instead of the yep yeah it'll it'll work out hey you know the 25 mile drive for breakfast and a game round of golf wasn't too bad yeah at least we got something to eat out of the deal yeah it wasn't bad food either no. i can't remember the name of that restaurant because it was weird it was like, like a, a museum like a claire brun restaurant or something like yeah. that but that was good food. Yeah, golf course sure. was nice. I'm not yep. used, not real used to the honor system. Yeah, pretty laid back. <laughs> but that was cool, and uh, mixed a little bit of golf in between two days of racing. Yeah, it's nice to uh, again. Sometimes if you don't have much to work on the car, you're you know you race one night and you're sitting around till the afternoon the next day. Well, so and, and it's, you guys it's nice had, to have things to do. And you guys had car trouble up there. Yep, and uh, yeah, we uh, we chewed up a cam. We didn't think it was that bad, but luckily we we didn't race the next night, so because it was bad enough. So he sent it out, and 
should be back sometime soon. Nice. Didn't hurt the motor real bad then? No, again, luckily we didn't. Because the problem was that uh, we had chewed up a, a magneto gear earlier okay. in the year. And we didn't think anything of it. And it, the timing had changed again. We did it, it ran fine in Grand Forks in the heat race. At Greenbush, it was all right. And then in the feature, like two laps in, it started sputtering again like it did before. And we thought, oh, the timing jumped again. And then we pulled the magneto out, and the gear was pretty chewed up and missing some teeth. And luckily, we didn't have another gear because that would have hurt it even more. So, right. yeah, because you got all that crap done in the oil pan now. And, yep. And starting to get through the oil system. Oh, yeah. Regardless, that stuff's going to find its way into, yep, the, either way. into the passages. So, I guess luckily we didn't race there. And, uh, yeah. Should be freshened up for next season. The Ford, we're the only one running a Ford too. So, is a that a three fifty one or a three hundred two? Yep, three fifty one. So it's got a little bit of power behind it. Yeah, it's it's not so much uh, the horsepower than the, I, I forget the numbers. He showed me the dyno sheet, and it's pretty low on horse. The torque isn't that high, but it's so flat. It's so easy to drive when it's slick. Oh, Kaylee's calling. He's back. The number you have reached is no longer in service. <laughs> I have come out the other side of the wormhole. I am, I am back in, uh, in civilization, I guess. So. Yeah, we were just talking about the engine woes for the 19 at the end of the season. For the engine rules? Engine woes. Oh, woes. Where is, the, yeah, is engine woes, yeah. Chewed up the Magneto gear up in Greenbush. Yeah, that was too bad because he was... Uh, he was primed to uh, pick up another win or two at the end of the year. I'm sure. Oh, I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, I know. It would have been <laughs> interesting to see how how well he did done in that three car battle with you and uh, Rocco and Three car battle for for second, probably. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with you guys. <laughs> see there. <laughs> Not only is he president of the series, he's your second biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, Jerry is, uh, he's in, in my mind, and I, of course, I missed some of your interview here, so I apologize if I bring up old stuff. But, um, you know, I the way I look at Jerry is like the, I don't know if you call it the gatekeeper or, I mean, he's like the, he's the bad, bad boy or badass, whatever, of our series. Like, he is, uh, you know, he has probably the most sprint car experience. I, not even probably you are you have the most sprint car experience and um he has a really good ride and you will not find a smoother driver than jory so if you expect to win with the northern renegades you will have to uh find your way past the 19 car at some point that's or point, yeah. not let the 19 car find his way past you yeah. as let uh, me under happened you. to me has <laughs> happened several times this summer to uh to me so. if you're running the high side you're probably all right because i'll just sneak under <laughs> that's my thing <laughs> yeah that ford is too quiet yep sneaky his catfish line that's right <laughs> yeah i know what i'm good at so i'm all right with it it works out it works out no, sometimes it's, it's, uh, but that's, you know, that, that's what we want. I mean, we have, uh, we have a handful of guys already that are, uh, that are, you know, top competitors and can go with UMSS, um, and, and be competitive. So, um, you know, there's, uh, 
it's only going to get tougher from here on out. So, but you know, these are, these are the guys you have to go through if you want to earn your first win. So, yeah. And it, again, the competition is getting a lot stronger too. It's a lot of fun seeing everyone get better and it makes the rest of us better too. How much, how much time do you spend in the pits helping the other guys out? Um, well, I'm kind of a crew chief for Paul Schultz. Most of, we had an, like a handshake agreement when I sold him my car a couple of years ago. So again, every race they're at, I'm, I'm over there wrenching on that, which is weird right. because my car owners take care of my car during the night. And then you'll see me over wrenching on Paul's car. So it's kind of so, weird how it works. Out. So you get out of your car, tell your crew chief what you need changed on yours or what you see is happening. And he goes to work on it. And then you, <laughs> then I run over to Paul and ask him how it felt and what he wants to do. So yeah, it's fun. It, uh, I like it. They're good. Very good people. John yeah. and Paul. Yeah. They sold the car, the, the second car that they had to Nick Duranco and that's what got him in. Yep. Yeah. I'm very thankful to, uh, meet them. And again, when I sold my stuff so I could go race Snowcross, they, uh, John was the first guy to call me and then, yeah, I, uh, let's see, they race. I didn't get to race that car. I put that car together that fall and then I got the itch to go race uh snow cross. So I decided over the winter I was going to sell it. And I sold it to them, and then, uh, yeah, I think that's when Paul got hurt or whatever. Maybe that was the year after. I didn't get to race the car until last year. I know that. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a good car. And a funny story about that car is uh, last year, not this past season, the season before, 2018, at our season finale in Bemidji, Paul and I were racing for position. And uh, there was a little slick spot on the bottom of the track. And I came out of corner four, and I hit that and slid up, and I felt my right rear hit something pretty hard. I didn't know what it was, and I came around, and that car was sitting in the fence and leaking fluid, leaking fuel all over the track. Yeah, it was not good. I was not pumped because I knew that just created a lot more work for me, too. <laughs> Oh, well, the crew chief should have put a better setup in it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they definitely gave me some crap when I got back to the pits. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, he uh, he got his bell rung pretty good. I know uh, uh, Don had to shut the fuel off actually in the car. That was uh, that was a that was a good little hit, but that's it happens quick. It, oh it, yeah, you know, that's not that stuff isn't anybody's fault. It just no, it happens quick. Racing. But that's the the great thing. I mean, like you said, working on Paul's car, and uh, I've I've seen you uh, handing out advice. Oh yeah, and sure. uh, you know that's uh, the the best part, or I think I think one of my favorite parts of uh, of our group is that um, the the races are won and lost more on the racetrack than anything because you know nobody wants to see anybody crossed up or or have a car that's wrecked or just even not be competitive. Like you know, I I'm maybe paraphrasing a little for jory but i i don't want to win one and by checking out on the field no um you know you want to you want to earn it and you want to you know you want to be the fastest car that night and and that you know you showed everybody on the racetrack you know your skill as a driver and that's that's uh where our racing gets done is on the racetrack it has nothing to do with your wallet or your uh, or even you know everybody's helping everybody so the cars are all they're all pretty good so yeah, and it's, uh, it's awesome that everyone helps each other. I came from the Midwest Modifieds where no one wants to help each other. It's all a secret. 
yeah. pretty much have their cars all guarded off. It's amazing how much that culture has changed. Yeah, I, I just got, uh, man, I got so sick of that, and I, I couldn't afford to do that. I couldn't afford to buy new tires every night, and I just, I wasn't having fun running mid-pack when I knew I could run so much better than that. It's just money and equipment. So, uh, let's see, 2012, I knew Jeff Peller sells race stock. We hadn't met, but I knew him through uh, 2020 racing page. We had we knew each other through there and through Travis Jellica, who owned Mora Motor Works. And he was part of the UMSS. I think he was a tech guy in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Jeff Peller sells had two cars, and one of the cars he always let uh, Travis race did. A couple other guys, he would just they would if someone wanted to rent it out, they could. And Travis told me about it, and. I think in August, I talked to Jeff, and um, on Labor Day weekend, they were having a, a race at St. Croix Falls with the non-wing sprints, and we, it ended up working out where he, he said, if I buy him a new right rear tire for his good car, I can use his other car and whatever. I don't have to worry about anything. So we went and picked that thing up, and uh, I was pretty nervous. I didn't know what I was getting myself <laughs> into. I went out there. In hot laps, and I was all over the place, and I was thinking, man, I don't know what I'm doing here. I This is not good. And I came in. I kind of calmed down a little, and, and uh, he told me to kind of help the car settle down and start <coughs> ride my brake if I need to through the corners. And I went out in the heat race and did that, and I was passing cars, and, man, I had I knew right then. I came in, and I said, all right, I got to get one of these things. So you were like a catfish on yep. the line. So I ended up buying a frame. And again, I was still racing B mods at this time. I bought a frame I, that fall or winter or whatever. And I started gathering parts. I wanted to get it together for the 2013 season, but <clears throat> I didn't have enough money together. And I, I was still racing B mods and stuff. So we kept doing that that year. I think I drove for him once at uh, Granite City in that car again for him that season once. And I, we had some mechanical problems, so that was it for that. And then I just kept building more and more parts. And I took the engine from my B mod, my little 307. I got that thing freshened up from uh, Mora Motor Works, and he converted it over. And then I think around July 2014, I finished that car. And then I think we raced seven or eight shows that year with the UMSS. And then uh, I hit it hard in 2015. I think I raced like 26, 27 shows with them, pretty much all of them. And then, let's see, 2016. I was going to hit it hard again in 2016. I think we hit it hard for like a month or two, and then I found out my mom, she had been having some uh, health problems with her kidneys, and I found out she needed a kidney transplant. Yeah. And she was going to go on a waiting list or ask around with some other people. And she didn't want me to, but I kept bugging her about, hey, let me at least get tested. Again, it's it's rare that someone matches up anyways. you got to go through so much testing. Yep. And I finally convinced her to let me do it. And then, uh, heck, I probably went through five, six, seven different tests. I had to go down to the cities each time to do. And each of them matched up. And then I would say, all right, well, let's I'll keep doing the next one. And I'd do the next one. It would work. The next, and I just kept matching up, and then uh, in August, I think like August 6th or 7th, I was able to donate a kidney to my mom. 
So that, awesome. that cut my. She didn't want me to do it because the biggest thing she didn't want me to have to race, uh, miss racing season. So I missed out, but it was, uh, it was worth it. <laughs> well, I don't miss any racing season, but that was a story that I was actually going to bring up for you know uh, at some point here for sure. Yeah, but sorry. that's uh, I just kept rambling on there with a the little time. No, no, no. I'm glad. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you brought it up because uh, you know. Uh, I know uh, Ron with the UMSS and and that whole group. Um, like Jory was was uh, I, I guess I don't know what the term is, but um, you know, so many people, uh, you know, people just don't do that. They don't go out of their way to do things. And I know it's your mom and and whatever, but I mean, it's uh, it's a it's an amazing story, and I think it just speaks to you know the character who, the well, the character of the man and where he came from, and you know what how he was raised and i mean it's it's just stuff it's it's uncommon stuff that doesn't uh doesn't happen every day and that's like i said i certainly wanted to make everybody aware of it because it's a story that deserves to be retold over and over it's uh it's very inspiring and i'm sure your mom's probably a lot better driver now that she got part of you so <laughs> she's a little smoother <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah she's, she runs the bottom way better than she did before <laughs> so, yeah when she but, drives uh, on ice she doesn't spin the tires Right. <laughs> keeps, the, keeps the car right underneath it. <laughs> so no that's oh, uh I'm, I'm i'm glad that you brought that up and uh um you know now you're starting to get into you know the formation of the northern renegades and one thing that that i think also bears repeating is uh you know how much encouragement that you gave uh me and us um to get this going and that you know, you were, you were the only sprint car guy that I really knew. And you continually told me like, this will work. This will work. You, if you do this, it will work. And, um, you know, and it's working and, and it's, uh, yeah, I, I wish that I would have listened to you, uh, probably in that, the 2015 area for the first time that we talked about it. And, uh, and I think I saw your car at, it was in the, the, parking lot at proctor and i ran into you and your dad and i think your dad talked to me for uh quite a while about what they were and and how affordable they were and one thing that i've learned through all this is that people don't hear what you're saying until they're ready to hear what you're saying and i was not ready at that point but uh um it's uh what a journey since and you're played an instrumental role in it for sure I'm glad it caught on. I mean, heck, I used to go to every single practice. I go to Rapids practice, Proctor practice, Hibbing practice for like 14, 15, and 16. I went to every practice I could, and people would come look at the cars. And uh, uh, my very good friend, Zach Wallers, drove it one night, and he had a blast at practice. He drove it, and then uh, Mac Essie hopped in that thing one day, one night. He had a blast too, and then after that, I just didn't. Uh, people would come and check it out and ask questions, but they still didn't understand how how cheap you could get into this class. They didn't. They didn't believe it. Yeah, they thought you were trying to pull the wool over yeah, their eyes. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I'm well, like, heck, you're lost. You're, you're missing out. I'm you're having a blast. I, I remember watching Zach get out of that car. I was at that oh. practice because that wasn't here at Hibbing. Yeah, I still got a photo of it, Dave. Uh, Dave Aho took a photo of that, and he, the smile on his face is that smile that all of us have seen that we had at one time too. Yeah, you right. you, you should see all the pictures from the the arrive and drive we did in September. All the smiles yeah, on the bet. faces getting out of the cars there. Yeah, it's uh, man, it's quite an experience. It's fun. Nobody gets out of a 
nobody gets out of a sprint car without a smile on their no. face. Uh, exactly. Don't say that. I didn't get out well. of a smile on my face. <laughs> I got out. I was kind of pissed off because I know I still can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just got to find a good car owner, Randy. <laughs> There you go. Put some you're too out there. You're too valuable. You, you. Uh, we, we <laughs> I got too many other things going not, on. You're not allowed to be uh, in the series. So, well, you have to. Be, that kind of sucks, You have but... to keep promoting. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I'll get Dave to let me race his car one night. We'll find somebody to run the cameras. And yeah, shit. there you go. I'll so, do well, one other, one other thing that uh, you know, I don't know if you guys have covered yet, but even if you have, it bears repeating. Um, we, I mentioned your dad and, uh, you know, there's, there's so much that could be said. And of course the kind of the focus of our season last year was your dad's invitational, which was, you know, definitely the, the very least that we could do, um, because he was such a big part of, of, uh, you know, the sprint cars and, and getting things going up here and, you know, just an ambassador for, um, uh, you know, the, this, this like is the whole operating theory of, of how we, how we run. Um, and on top of all of that, uh, just a wonderful person. I mean, I, I didn't know him. I, it turned out that I have known him for many, many years, but I didn't know who he was, but he was always a guy, whether he was in the Esty pit or he stopped by the TRC shop or wherever I ran into him, you could talk to him. Like you, you had known him forever and, uh, uh just a wonderful person. And uh, of course, obviously, he uh, he raised a pretty good kid, and uh, um, you know we're excited. I actually just uh, uh, talked with Hibbing last week, and um, you know everything is kind of penciled in again for for uh, redoing everything like we did this year, and hopefully we can make it bigger and better. Heck yeah! I'm uh, very thankful to you and Randy and everyone at, with the series, everyone at the Hibbing Raceway, and all the fans, all the drivers, all the teams, my family. Everyone who supported that event, it uh, it turned out a lot. We had a lot more cars than I thought we would because there was another a scheduling conflict that night, and there was another uh, bigger non-wing race a few hours south. But uh, well, there wasn't a bigger non-wing race. Yeah, I, there I, was I another know. non-wing. They were, they were paying race, a little more, but they were paying more. In the future, uh, that won't happen. I uh, I talked to him when I went and raced with him, and uh, that won't happen in the future. Next year, everyone will be able to. Yep. celebrate my dad's race together so it'll work absolutely out. absolutely and that's uh you know and one thing you know i think that was very telling about that um you know and and you know in my opinion and of course i'm biased but uh in my opinion in general um you know the money's great but uh you know the the money the, the importance of that race um overshadowed any amount of money that was that was offered out there for for uh, another racetrack uh, or the other cars. And I think um, it was very telling for me anyway, to see the guys that came and supported your show and your dad. And, um, you know, I know Ron has always spoke extremely, you know, well of you and, and uh, your family and how much you've meant to the UMSS. And we will have him on here um, in the, in the coming, coming weeks, I think it's like a month or two out, but, um, and I have no doubt that he would, uh, as he listens to this, he's shaking his head. Yes. That, uh, that you're a very special family and, uh, um, yeah, can't wait to, uh, to try and make that event even, even bigger and better and, and honor the, uh, the man. Yeah. Ron will be on the week of Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, it was great. I think, what did we have, 19 non-wing cars or something? 17 or 19? Yeah. 19 non-wing, and I think it was 12 wing. Yeah, and it was, heck, we had non-wing cars from Milwaukee, uh, UMSS guys and yep. us northern guys. It was it was awesome. Yeah, and a hell of a show. The show was, <laughs> yeah. was really good. Yeah, the racing that night wasn't wasn't shitty, for lack of a better word for it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Well, there's, there's five more minutes of editing. <laughs> no, that takes a thirty second bleep. <laughs> but uh, but no, it uh, it the, the show the show was really good, and uh, and Hibbing was uh, um, they were very gracious hosts and it was uh yeah it was a fun night and we can't wait can't wait we're actually uh you know i don't know if i'm can announce all of this yet or or if this is the official announcement but uh well it is going to be official in about 30 seconds (laughs) i I believe if the stars stay aligned as they are that uh that will be a four night swing um next year starting at the grand Rapids speedway so that's the way it appears to be shaping up so that's uh that's more good news you know more nights hopefully more cars um you know more fun and and uh, we'll be more prepared for you know last year that was the first time we ever focused on doing a special um that commemorated anybody and uh and your family did an awesome job of uh putting things on my kid was actually wearing his teen uh team Rennie. uh you know bandana the other day um so you know that's still it's still all out there and that's uh that's cool that's the point of that stuff is uh not just the cars and the show but to remember the remember the guy you know right yeah that was great i'm thankful for all those drivers that came up a lot of guys showed up that was good hopefully we can uh get some more next year and make it a bigger and better event too yeah i i think if they don't have the little bit of competition that they had from ogilvy for that night um the, the mastel brothers had their tour yep stop there but i really don't think that affected the car count here that much no, at all uh, i thought it was gonna because of the money down there but it, it did they really didn't we still had 19 which is good and again there won't be a conflict next year so we'll have even more and, and all of those guys can come to and- Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having technical difficulties over here. <laughs> My life is a technical difficulty. But, um, well, there's that. To, uh, I wanted to uh, <laughs> to interject a little bit there because um, you brought up a, a a good point with the dollars and whatever, and and you know, to be completely honest, and not to steer the conversation in a different direction, but um, you know, what I find um, as a as a prom- I don't know if you call me a promoter, but, you know, with the series and, and with the interest and the growth and everything else, you know, that, that old school way of thinking where, you know, if you pay more, um, to win, you'll get more cars. Um, I think it just consistently gets proven. I don't want to say wrong because it really depends on where you're, where you're having it and what night it is and whatever, but, um, by far, we've seen better results and I think uh, people are taking notice that, you know, kind of the pain, the bottom up, um, you know, racing is just so expensive nowadays. Um, and I don't, regardless what we're, uh, what we're racing for. I mean, I feel like, you know, you're going, you want to stand in on the podium and I want to stand on the podium, but you know, I don't care if we're, if we're racing for a, 
you know, I'm a nickel. I'm, I ain't letting <laughs> you win. It ain't happening, you know? So, so, um, you know, I don't, I, I certainly think there's, there's places for that. Um, and whatever, but, uh, you know, as we, as we grow here, um, you know, I, we definitely want to, want to make the start money, um, you know, the focus and then, uh, you know, bring in some other, some sponsors and some other stuff, maybe, maybe some product stuff even to, uh, uh, we talked about at a, at a meeting last night, um, just trying to, trying to, you know, make it an incentive to win. But I mean, I, I, I don't honestly think you get two dudes in a, in a, a grocery store with shopping carts and, you know, <laughs> and they're, point them in the both direction. They're, they're going to race each other. It's yeah, just the way it is, right. you know? So, <laughs> you know, not that we don't want to, uh, you know, I just, people make really bad decisions when there's money on the line, uh, more money on the line. You should have seen us in the golf carts at, at uh, uh, by Greenbush. Oh, I can't oh even God. imagine. I, I'm surprised that we haven't got a call. Like <laughs> they didn't have video cameras. We were good. Yeah, we used uh, <laughs> fake names. No oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I think I was you. I I was you. Uh, I think uh, Jory signed in as Ron. No oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So if you yeah, guys what did, get any bills in the mail, you know what it's right, right. What did uh, what did the prude sign in as? Lance. Lance. <laughs> I think he signed in as the prude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's no. Funny, he though, uh, yeah. he signed in as uh, Terry Leonard, the UMSS oh. uh, announcer. Yeah. There we go. Oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No, that's good. So no, we uh, Lance, and of course we'll have him on too. But uh, you know, I, yeah. I was just thinking about that. Uh, we'll we'll get Lance on after the new year. But uh, Leonard's was new to the UMSS the same time you were starting mm-hmm. when you were getting into Peller sells cars. Yep. And Leonard, yeah, he was the announcer at uh, Saint Croix Valley Raceway. And Terry and Jellica, plain toast, and Hoosiers up. We're really active on a forum called yeah, Pierstock Hell. That's how I met those guys. Yeah. It's on uh, yeah, that, 20 and Pierstock Hell. Yeah. So there, there's been 10 years at least of oh, you yeah. being active in the UMSS. And yeah, well, crap, you've been racing for 50, 20 years now? Quite a while. Uh, <laughs> I think like 02 or 03 I started. Yeah. I was uh, a kid. 17, I don't, I don't look years any old. older, but. You're I still a there. kid. Yeah. <laughs> Guy can grow a beard in one spot. I haven't aged much, but <laughs> I am a little older, a little wiser. Not much. Yeah. Well, no, I, heck, I... If you mean the difference between Velcro and tying shoes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I started uh, I started in pure stocks because back then you couldn't race. Now you can race with soda if the track allows at, heck, age 12 or something. Yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. Back then, we couldn't even race pure stocks until we were fourteen. Yeah, and, but me and quite a few others might have uh, I, I lied about it, our age. I, I think that's become a lot more than norm. Is like fourteen or fifteen yeah. because the insurance companies get involved. Yeah. So I know there was quite a few of us who were thirteen or so that got in, but they never said anything. And I did that for a few years. Uh, the first couple of years, man, I just. Uh, I just wasn't feeling it. I was pretty dang slow, actually. <laughs> I just couldn't really get into it much. I don't know. I was so into everything you shouldn't at, have been skateboarding at that time. That was uh, the biggest thing in my life. So 
at that point, I wanted to go skateboarding more than I wanted to go racing cars. And then uh, I started getting a little better. And then when you get better, obviously, it's a lot more fun. So yeah. I stuck with it. And then I moved up to B-Mods 2005. I, I won a few races. I did. Heck, I, I ran pretty good everywhere. Everywhere we went, we ran. We would run Friday in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin, drive up to Canada and race an emo on Saturday and then go to Proctor most Sundays. Yeah, a lot of Why? Because that was, we didn't have the other options. Like now they're at every track. Back then, those were the closest tracks that had them. You know what I mean? Superior didn't have them. Hibbing didn't have them. Rapids didn't have them. So that's that was that's like options. a 400-mile swing. Hey, I wasn't paying for gas. <laughs> Not with that skateboard, you weren't. <laughs> Speaking of skateboards, since I, I didn't I didn't actually know that about you, but now it makes sense the way you pull off the hat and yeah, the look. Yeah, I mean, look at me. But, well, yeah, <laughs> the, the fly racing and flat brim. Yeah. Well, so Blink so 182 no. listening. <laughs> hey, that, I'm I'm a Blink fan. My wife's my wife's iPod is full of Blink. Yeah, see, music, you'll you'll catch on. I'm not I'm not yeah. dissing it. I got it in my book. I'll give I you one a, of my hats, Katie. I got a couple of them. <laughs> he might even sign it if you ask. Really yeah. nice. I actually have a uh, I have a really uh, I have a really crazy Blink 182 story, but I'll I'll share it a different time. But um, <laughs> the point with the skateboard was I see. It was probably right around the time that I was uh, getting out of the late models. Um, you know, I you might call it like a midlife crisis, but something I always wanted to do was, was ride a skateboard. Oh, man, like, you should have hit me Those up. guys were cool. Well, so I, we're at like the Duluth Mall, and, you know, there's a skateboard shop or something. I mean, it had all kinds of random stuff, but skateboards was one of the things. So I bought a real skateboard, right? 250 and, uh, bucks on a yeah. board you rode twice and, and broke. My, and my uh, my my kids really like going to the skate park, and we would bring them there. And they, you know, it's not like they were skateboarding; they were scootering, yeah, and then they like exactly. just slide down the ramps and stuff, you know. Yep. And it was fun. I thought, well, hey, if we're gonna be here, you know, I might as well learn how to skateboard. Might right? as well shred. <laughs> yeah, well, shred might be a stretch, but um, yeah, I I actually did I did learn to ride it, and uh, and I the, we got the scariest. Go the scariest thing that I've ever done in my entire life, and I, I, there was no way that I would ever do it again, one random Saturday after I had been practicing on my skateboard. This was before Spring Cars probably fills that void now. But So I, I took my took my skateboard, I threw it in the excursion, and I, I ran down to Atchison Tire to put uh, put tires on the excursion. And I, So I had, you know, 20 minutes. And so there's there's uh, Murphy Hill in Grand Rapids, it's called, right? Yeah. And it's a really ridiculously tall hill. We go go sledding on it in the wintertime on in the grass part. Um, but I had convinced myself that, you know, I, this, you know, 30-whatever, 8-year-old guy at the time, was going to take my skateboard down Murphy Hill to prove that I could do it. And uh, I got Locke to the top of Murphy Hill, and, it, and I... I I'm not gonna lie. I did. I did actually chicken out on the actual Murphy Hill because that would have meant certain death. But I did go down the backside <laughs> or the side of it, which is which is almost as steep. And the most surprising thing was how quickly I was going faster than I could run. And as soon as you reach that point, you don't have a choice. Like you're committed, you know. And, and I rode this thing. And when I got to the bottom of the hill, I, you know, I, I coasted for another like three blocks of how fast I was going. And it was by far the scariest thing that I've ever done in my entire life. And I guess I'll never do it again. But I, I actually am so committed to skateboarding that 
I have a legit half pipe. Well, legit might be, it's, it's an okay half pipe <laughs> that I built my kids in our, off of our deck at my house. So you have to come over because you know how many people have dropped in on my half pipe? You know, the term dropped in for, oh, I know the term zero, zero oh, people have first. dropped in because, because this guy, because it's that sketchy. I, no, yeah, <laughs> I'll teach well, you. That, it's easy. So, you know, and of course, uh, my kids aren't going to do it because uh, I've, I've ridden my bike in it a couple of times, my mountain bike, but uh, my kids play in it and whatever. And we have, but I built a half pipe because, you know, I was going to be like the much, you know, older version of Tony Hawk. Um, and that, that turns out I'm, I'm probably not, not talented enough, but it's, uh, so but that is, <laughs> that is a, uh, it is a crazy way to spend your time. So, yeah. but you got to come over. You got to come over oh, and, sure. uh, and drop. You can be the first. I'll reserve. I'll reserve the right for you. Heck yeah. Right. I always got my board in the trunk. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so you still ride. Oh, you yeah. Heck, I, a couple months ago when we were down in uh, Jackson racing, I, again, like when we go, I go on those racing trips with my car owners, they work on the car during the day. I usually drive separate, so I have all day to kill. Yeah. So I'll go yep. find stuff to do like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why, have you ever? Why do you think he had golf clubs in Greenbush? Yeah, heck, I carry everything. I, I'm always prepared. <laughs> you, yeah, you are. You're like an international man. You, you, you wear many, many caps, yeah, right? You can do so, it all. That's why he can afford to give you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep extras in my car, so you know. There you go. I got yeah, a nice. Yeah. T- yeah, I got a Tyler Walker flat bill hat. I think you. I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler Walker. Um, when he was some, when he was, you know, in his prime or whatever, when he was a world outlaw guy, um, he came to Cedar Lake Speedway and my girlfriend at the time, um, this was many, many years before my wife. It was at um, least 14 years ago. Yes. It was a long time ago. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, um, she was, you know, thought that this young, what California guy was, he was pretty cool, right? And yeah, whatever, you know. He was. Cool. I wanted. I wanted to go see Steve Kenzer and them guys. So when we went down in the pits, you know, she was with her friend, and I was with my friends, and and uh, she said, "Well, I'm gonna go see Tyler Walker." And I said, "Yeah, go ahead. That's fine." I said, "But I'm gonna. I'm, I'll be over here by Sammy Swindell or whatever, right?" So when she comes back, she ain't wearing her sweatshirt no more. She's wearing her ta- her tight white tank top that was underneath her sweatshirt, right? And you know whose name is tattooed right on her chest? Right where it would probably not be appropriate for you to, uh, to Explain. Uh, sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> says Tyler Walker. <laughs> and I said, what the hell is that? <laughs> she said, well, he signed it. I said, yeah, I'm okay. I, yeah, I believe you. I said, but why on earth would you let him do that? And she said, I didn't let him do that. I, I wanted him to sign the shirt, so I turned my back to him. He turned me around and he signed it. That's the way these damn sprint car drivers. I'll tell you what, these guys are in trouble. So, <laughs> and now so you yeah, are so one. No, no Tyler Walker hat for this guy. <laughs> Thank style. you. Thank you, though. <laughs> so. He is a good guy, though. I know he gets a bad rap, but uh, funny story. I uh, A couple years ago, I think 2015, his family, they obviously own a, a major filter company, which they do a lot of military uh, trucking, industrial, stuff like that. They make a lot of uh, private label filters for stuff. Walker Airsep was the name. Yeah. In 2015, um, his brother Ben and Tyler was part of it too, a big part of it. They branched off and they started uh, Sprint Car Filters. And uh, 
they they started making round filters for carburetors too or whatever and i ended up getting to know them a little bit and i got uh i ran one of their filters or whatever they sent me some stuff and we always kept in contact and then uh i had that surgery in 2016 and i uh tyler knew about it and i kept in contact with him and his girlfriend and i remember i went in for surgery and i woke up and uh the first thing I see is a big uh, bouquet of flowers, like a fancy thing there. And I finally got up to read it, figured out, and it was from uh, Tyler Walker and his girlfriend. They sent me that in the hospital. That's nice. cool. Yeah. yeah. So th- that, well, make, that makes up for the inappropriate you're, autograph? You're yeah, I think, in my opinion, yeah. I think I've, he comes I've... out ahead, Kaylee. I think you can wear that. <laughs> well... In all fairness, when if I was his age and I was a World Outlaw Sprint Car driver at the time, I probably would have done exactly the same. Yeah, In fact, was... I'm probably lucky that he turned her loose, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was the man. That's why I. Uh, that's how I got into sprint cars. That guy right there. Yeah, yep. man. No. Heck of a driver. Hopefully, Heck, oh, yeah. uh, races again. I know last year he did. This past year he didn't. But uh, hopefully, he gets things figured out and gets to race right. again. He's always excited. No matter what oh, happens, yeah. there's always excitement with that guy. No, those are the best guys to watch too. They're uh, you never know, never know what's gonna happen. But it's good to hear he's a good guy. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, was it Lance or Teal that was driving in Ada? It was Teal. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll disagree with Jory. Okay, no, I I couldn't I couldn't remember. Teal. I couldn't remember. I was, remember. I remember the whole thing. I remember I just, this whole race that's on the screen right now. I, I just watched. You guys can't see it listening to us, but <laughs> we're, we're getting down to like the. That was the finish. That was I that was the last finish. lap when uh, Jory snuck his nose in underneath you coming out of four. I got caught behind the lap car. He got caught Kaylee behind the, Teal. That's why I was asking. Kaylee hit the cor- yeah. That's how I remember. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Yeah. I just remember coming into uh, on the straightaway, and it was at the end of the straight, and Kaylee got by him right before the corner. Yeah, and I knew, like, oh no, yep, no. <laughs> oh, I don't just worry, I was sneaking away. You, uh, well, you you know as well as I do when you're leading, you're kind of a sitting duck. Oh and, yeah, uh, for sure. And you see that lap car, and especially when you know you're being tracked by somebody. Yeah, I, I I knew. I knew what the just the type of racetrack is all I needed yep. to know about who was coming. It always and, evens out. Uh, they uh. Again, it, you'll get in a, a lap car in the way, and uh, 50% of the time it, it helps, and 50% doesn't. So it always evens out. And again, I've been yeah. in that lap car many times. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, you do, and you're trying to time it right, but you're trying not to lose speed. And, and uh, no, you, uh, you made her interesting at the end. I do remember that. I was and, that uh, lap car at uh, Knoxville, so I can't say too much. Although I didn't, <laughs> I held my line. <laughs> You've always been good at that. Yeah. On the bottom. <laughs> I mean, you were also you were also the sacrificial lamb at I Knoxville. Take, <laughs> I take the shortest way around the track, so it makes it makes sense, really. So yeah, it's, it's on a percentage base, so it works out. Yeah, dummies like Paul and I, we'd rather throw dirt in the woods than. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it looks cool. I like watching it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, he watches it. He goes when silly work, goose yeah. and driving by. When it's going well, good for me. I watch it out the right side of the car a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I, you know, if you would, you know, not that I want to relive this night, but, uh, um, 
I just, I actually just did an interview for uh, the Grand Rapids Speedway Banquet, and they asked me about if there were several memorable nights, and then from not so memorable nights, and uh, so there was one night in Grand Rapids when uh, I pretty much felt like I had everybody covered. I mean, pretty much, I think I got out front right away, and and uh, you know, felt like I had a pretty comfortable race pretty comfortable lead the whole race in fact kind of that sitting duck deal i was actually driving all over the racetrack trying to find something that felt better because i didn't feel like i was <laughs> but had not heard anything or seen anybody the whole race and uh um i believe i had just taken the white flag when the uh the 19 and the 101 drive by me like i am parked on jack stands he was ahead and, of me and drive off into the sunset so yeah I'll tell I, you my side of the story. You can you continue telling yours, but I, <laughs> no, that, I mean that was pretty much it. That was. <laughs> I remember I, this race too because you got out front, and I was behind you, and I could I was driving all over, and I was like, you know, I always run the bottom. I'm gonna I'm gonna run up high. He he seems to be running good there. You were you were running good there a lot of the laps. So I said, uh, I'll move up. You know, seems to be going good. And I couldn't gain much. Every now and then I'd gain a little, and then I'd lose a little, and then with like two laps to go. I look down, I'm going through one and two, I'm, I'm running, you know, middle to high. I look down and there's friggin' Paul <laughs> passing me with my line. Stealing your line. <laughs> yeah. He goes, blows right by me and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so then I got the right one to- night. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. Come on. One night I don't run down there. <laughs> So then I, I just hopped right behind him, and then, yeah, we caught up to you, but, yeah. Yeah. See what happens and when I don't run the bottom? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, you got us both. <laughs> you got out catfish. <laughs> we both suffered because of your poor choice. Yeah, story. exactly. <laughs> oh, no, that was – but, you know, that's what makes it great, you know. Yeah, it was, it was, that uh, was – man, that was fun. That was – it was a – that was an awesome last lap. That was fun. That was good for the fans, too. Yes. Wow. Yeah, well, the uh, the unwritten rule in my head, um, and when you know you always kind of gauge where you're at in the field and what the track is like, and you know how much time you have to get uh, to the front. And uh, um, when I see the 19 car clear, you know, from third into second, or you know, if we're running in a big group, and I see him get clean air on the nose of the car, that's when I go into panic mode because um, I can run but I cannot catch him. I'm the same. Hey, hey, I'm the same way with you though. If you get out, I I always pay attention to where I'm starting and where you're starting. (laughs) It's the same way. If I see you get out front, I'm I'm treading water. I'm trying to get up there. Like you, well, you know, you gotta go like, Oh yeah. It's it's, it's go time. (laughs) Yep. It's uh, there's, there's no more. That's when you really got to take some risk. Right. Exactly. No. And that's, no, that's what makes it so fun though. I mean, there's uh, and there's so many more guys that are, uh, I mean, Troy Gessner, I mean, I wish that you could have, uh, could have been racing with us uh, at the end there. Yeah. That would have um, been awesome. But I'm, I'm telling, I'm, I'm telling you, Jory, that, uh, you know, he, he's still learning. He's still getting his training wheels on the high side, but uh, on the bottom, um, you know, he, he commanded that race and just drove off into the Heck sunset yeah. on everybody. And, uh, it was, it was very cool. And, I knew uh, he would he, come because, uh, let's see where we're in Fargo when he ran second, he blew right yeah. by me on the bottom then. Yeah. Right. 
and no, I just could uh, not catch him. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, and he's going to be a guest here coming up as well. Yeah. But he, he uh, he's yeah, smooth. Has, oh, yeah, he's, he's three weeks on it. Come a long ways, and uh, yeah. and really, you know, great family, and whatever. But you know, he uh, he was. I'm. I thought that he was the one of the toughest passes all summer long. Oh, for um, sure. And and part of it was just the respect um, that I that I have for him. Not that we don't respect everybody, but uh, you know, was always a little more careful with him. Um, but he's fast. I mean, he, it's deadly. not like you can just pick when you want to go by him. Like you, you, uh, you got your hands full now. And now, and he come in after he won and was like, like, wow, we really got the car figured out. And I said, ah, I don't think it was the car. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, like you're, yeah, you're, uh, he's one of the guys now. So he, yeah. he's yeah, methodical. Uh, yep. Yeah. 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 And, no, can, he's, uh, and just so consistent. Yeah. Consistent, smooth. Yeah, well, what, you don't see that anymore, do you, Jory? <laughs> it's funny we talk about that throughout the season too. Almost every night we're talking about that. If I run yep. it or something, he'll ask, "Hey, how how the heck do you do that?" And then I'll try and explain. Yep. I think he's, uh, you know, he's, he's well, getting he absorbs there. Everything, so. yeah, for sure. Very yeah, smart no. guy. Yeah, yeah. No more, no more helping him. I know. I got <laughs> start whipping us. I got to hang out in the trailer during the race. Right. So. Yeah, well, you have to. You know, you have to work on the one on one a little more. Yeah. So. And I got to slow that thing down too. <laughs> Well, you've oh, look out, Paul! They're coming for you already. <laughs> you uh, you seen him in uh, in Greenbush? I mean, that was that was the. Uh, I mean, he's been fast and he's won his share of races for sure. But in Greenbush, I mean, he drove through the heat race as if we all had, you know, like he had a wing on the top. Yeah. Who and, are we talking uh, about now, Paul or Paul? Paul. Paul. Okay. We shifted yeah, gears no. and didn't change and didn't signal, and I was like, "What the hell's no, going on?" No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, well, and now you know, with Paul, the the mod is is gone now, so he is a 100 percent sprint car driver. And, now we're really uh, in trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we, no we're uh, we're gonna have to worry about more than uh, more than just each other. Yep. <laughs> it's it's uh no, it, which is awesome That's oh heck awesome. yeah it's uh, i I, it's I think you guys got more to worry about than each other because oh, sure it's you, there's you got Troy, josh brayford is right on the edge uh lance is going to be good in his car blake anderson when he comes and runs he's uh proven that he can oh, steal sure. him yeah. from you and yeah, well look at good. look at teal Teal, yeah. uh, you know, he just getting his feet wet all summer, and, and uh, the last night in Bemidji, he he's leading the heat race and he spins himself out, and then he literally beats himself up the whole time between the heat and the feature. I mean, he didn't smile one time between the heat and the feature because he was so bummed that he had made a mistake. Goes out in the feature and he's he's kind of with the group, and he spins himself out again. And so he falls, I mean, he's, he's three quarters of a lap behind, you know, he's on the same line. He's probably on the same straightaway as Troy. And when that race ended, Teal was sticking his nose underneath me. And I was like, what, third, fourth. Um, he drove all the way back around and through the field yep. and like a man possessed and was beaten so, on your back door. Yeah. So, and which is awesome because you know, he, he wanted or needed that, that little encouragement. And, um, you know, and we all got to prove to ourselves that we can once oh, in a while, you know what I mean? I know so, all too well, for sure. Yeah. Confidence yeah, no, goes a long way. Once you get it, absolutely. Rolling, it, it, it helps a ton. 
but uh, but anyway, I mean, so I, unfortunately, I, like I said, I wish that you could have finished the season with us um, and hit the last couple shows. But uh, um, yeah, I, I'm sure you heard it on the the last podcast that I was on. Um, <laughs> you know, we ended on such a high note that uh, there's so many people that are coming into next season with with big confidence. That uh, yeah, there's no. There's no question it's going to be a dogfight every night. Yep, for sure. And we got a whole crop of rookies to... Yeah. <clears throat> and the term rookies with quotation marks because yeah, exactly. I've seen some of these guys with uh, at the Rive and Drive. And, I mean, they get the race car on the racetrack pretty good already. And yeah. uh, so they're... It ain't, you know, it's not going to take long before uh, before this group is is uh, going. And, you know, to be honest, that that this rate of growth, and this is very premature, but you know, we we're gonna have to introduce wing cars here <laughs> sooner than later. We're gonna have to change our logo because mm-hmm. we're just you know things are growing so fast, which is awesome. Logo change is easy. Yeah, that's why Randy's here. <laughs> that's right. Not racing a sprint car. <laughs> so. No, the logo update is easy enough to do. Um. Leah Steele. Oh yeah, she. Uh, I she, gotta say, God, she, she ran amazing on uh, in in Bemidji at the end of the year there. And Greenbush yeah, she too. Got she got fourth. And, and Greenbush. Heck yeah. She, she did a great job of driving through and just. Yeah. You know, granted, she's been taking a real slow approach at it. Yep. Which I give her a lot of credit for. She hasn't been out there jacking the throttle, mm-hmm. trying to rule the world and. She's been taking well, a very methodical approach to learning about the sprint cars yeah. and how to drive them. You know, what she, happened too was Cedar Lake. She got, she got, she she got really confident really quick, and which I mean, she should have. She's she's skilled. I mean, she she drives like a thousand cc crowd track it all over the world at 200 miles an hour so this is probably safer the safer way that <laughs> oh, she spends her time but uh <laughs> well she's, but anyway, she's uh, actually said that that uh the biggest reason she picked sprint cars was because the four wheels and the roll cage she figured she'd be here a lot longer for her kids yeah. yes yes sprint and, uh, cars are like the the safest adrenaline activity i do so it's it's absolutely <laughs> absolutely and that's but yeah. you know she uh she spun out a couple times and uh and uh she was pretty hard on herself um, in Cedar Lake. It was a show in Cedar Lake, and I think she had spun out um, once or twice in a race. And yeah, didn't, she, uh, didn't she smoke the wall with the tank? I, she might have too. I don't, you know, I don't recall the whole night. I just remember that she was really bummed. And uh, and then, you know, that's when she really got methodical. And she, you know, instead of just her nerve, I think she actually learned. You know what I mean? Which is, uh, yep. you know, when she got. Like I said, she got well. She got fourth. I know she got fourth that second night. So, um, yeah, it's uh, or no, it was the first night. She wasn't able to run, run the second night. She had to go, but the first night she got fourth, and that was. Uh, but everybody knew it because she ran through the pit area, telling everybody and hugging everybody. And it was it was awesome. I mean, to see that joy, um, you know, it it brings you back. I mean, Jory, you know when you know when you first you first start placing and realize like oh, I can do this. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah, it uh, it's a great feeling when you when you get that that first time. It's awesome. Then you know you can uh, be competitive. Yeah, no, it's we're uh, it's gonna be a twenty twenty is gonna be a super fun year, boys. <laughs> it'll it'll be interesting. That's for definite. Yeah, heck yeah. I mean, we're gonna have a lot more cars. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna add a couple of different tracks to a couple of shows and make uh, some some weekends a little more key. And 
do some things that are a little more fun. Yeah, we've got to remember to pack the golf clubs a little more often. Uh, skateboards, <laughs> skateboards. Yes, I'm with you, Jerry. Let's, let's do that. You don't want to see my fat ass on a skateboard. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> well, it's li- I mean, with well, let's, let's get some helmet and the pads and whatever yeah. because uh, we don't. We don't. We still get it. I'll, I'll be the guy in the sumo wrestler suit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I still need you to video and stuff, so yeah, I can't Randy have you can. laid up. <laughs> hey everybody, Randy Cam here trying out skateboarding today. <laughs> I so. did skateboard for a little while back before I was old enough to realize it was pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, see, I I still stupid you mean cool. I'm 31 and I still haven't realized that. I don't know. No, I'm 39, that... we'll be 40 by the time racing season. Yeah, well, I'm and, knocking on the door. I, and I'm going the other direction. I'm knocking on the door of 50, so... When I was skateboarding, they were still made of plastic and about an inch and a half wide. Yeah. And the trucks sucked. <laughs> That's when the men were men, right? Well, yeah, they yeah. still had steel wheels on them for driving Ellie's. Yeah, Jeez. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Watch out for rocks on those things. <laughs> no doubt. We used to go over to the Cop Cook School over here and skate around, go yeah. down the sidewalk, and it'd grab a, a, a crack in the sidewalk. It'd just stop the board dead yeah. and pew! Damn it. That's, yeah, I love good for I your a, reflexes. I had a skate park in my garage when I was a kid and a half pipe in my yard. That was I was all in, man. Yes, yeah, so you gotta come over and relive your childhood. Yeah, and, let's and do it. Teach my kids. So heck yeah. Yeah, so go, go teach of, his kids how to break their arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we got we actually got done with it. We built, you know, I of course I'm you know, I gotta do it myself. And so we built this, you know like 32 foot long deck and, you know, really expanded everything. And then I added this, you know, mini skate park on the end of it. And the wife and I are standing on the deck when we're all said and done, you know, wrapped up, cleaned up. And we look at it and we said, Oh boy, what did we do here? (laughs) We might have have just made ourselves uninsurable actually. (laughs) But uh, um, speaking of kids though, one thing I did want to mention uh, uh, before I get going is uh, I think you know, this isn't this isn't for sure yet, but I think that I have inked a deal for uh, buying a Hornet, um, a race car, and finally, I th- I'm hope I'm hopeful that we can get a. I don't know if we're, we're going to call it like a kids club or something, but you know, we have several of our racers, um, and my pick guy, uh, Mike, and his grandson, uh, Logan. Um, he's, he's 15. He's an awesome kid. He, I mean, if it wasn't for Mike and Logan, my sprint car would never even make it to the track. Um, but we want to get kids into racing and, uh, you know, sprint cars might not be the place for, you know, a, a young kid to start necessarily, but you need to learn that environment. And I right. think the most affordable way to do that is the Hornet class. And, um, so the series I believe is going to be purchasing a Hornet and it will be the kids are going to run it. The kids are going to work on it. The kids are going to race it. Um, you know, and not, and not to back up too far, but you know, when I was young and when Jory was young, I mean, Jory was fortunate enough to have an awesome dad, um, to help guide him. Um, I didn't have a dad and, uh, it was just me and my mom. And, um, the one perspective that it did give me, um, was, was how much fun that I had. Um, you know, dads can be kind of commanding, um, and we want, and I see myself doing it with my own kid. Um, and so I want this to be their thing. Like, you know, we're not going to tell them, you know, 
how to do it or whatever, we'll answer their questions. We'll make sure they're safe. Um, we'll make sure that they have what they need and, and that the car is, is ready to race and whatever, but they're going to make the decisions on it and they're going to, and they're going to make it their thing. And, uh, and I'm, I couldn't be more excited. I was super bummed last year. We had planned on doing this and we just ran out of time and money and everything else. And it's already starting to come together here just at the end of this season. So, so it's not an official, we will be moving forward with it, but we're going to at some point. Um, but it, it really sounds like this might be something that'll be a reality for next year. And, uh, I couldn't be more excited. Man, that's awesome. I, uh, again, like you said, I was very fortunate. I was born into it, I guess, ever since I can remember I was at a racetrack and then, uh, I still remember, man, I was, uh, I think I was 12 or so. I was really big into snow, skateboarding in the summer and snowcross in the winter. That was my thing when I was a kid. And I just loved snowcross. I just could not get enough of that. And then it, I, I just kept begging like, hey, can we race snowcross? I want to race snowcross. I want to race snowcross. And my dad said, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. And he was working uh, in the winters. He would work. He was a crane operator who would work in Texas putting up those big windmills. So he would do that in the winter. And he came home for Christmas one that winter, and he said, yeah, okay, we can race snowcross. And we bought a snowcross sled, uh, Arctic Cat Z440, fan-cooled. And uh, he's like, get used to it this winter, you know, ride around, whatever. And then we will uh, we'll go racing next winter. So I got it that winter, and I was all in like, oh, man, I'm so pumped. I'll get to race snowcross. And then uh, that summer, he brought home a pier stock. And then that was it. He said, man, I don't like the cold weather, so we're going to do this. <laughs> and I was so bummed out, too. <laughs> so I was like, man, you know, this is skateboard season. I got things right. to do. Right. <laughs> if you want me to drive this dumb race car, I suppose. I guess I'll try it. <laughs> oh, I have That's how I was, too. It's unbelievable that I thought like that at that point. But, yeah, I, I, I hopped in the thing, I guess. We had to, I was so small that we had to extend the pedals, move the seat way <laughs> up. God. You still I have remember. to do that though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Lauren Inman was who introduced me to you. And I don't know if it was directly to you or if it was the first time that I knew of you. Yeah. And I remember, and I remember, I think I said actually out loud to him, like that little kid, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. He, race, he races? But uh, I wouldn't call it yeah. racing, but I was out there. You were, well, and that's, uh, that's one of the most important things I I mentioned, the environment. I actually put, uh, my son, um, who's not, not old enough to race yet. Um, but he does race, he actually races ice oval snowmobiles in the wintertime. Um, but I put him in, I I put him in the sprint car, um, at Cedar Lake at the arrival drive at the very end, there's nobody else on the track. And I I think Ron was like, are you kidding me? He does, just relax, you know, and, um, and we went out and, you know, he knows how to fire up the car and whatever. He's helped me with all that stuff. And, uh, so, but he got, you know, he got my fire suit on my helmet. He had everything. We got some really cool pictures, got him out on the back stretch, locked it in gear, fired up the car. And then, you know, of course we had him pull it out of gear right away. But so the car's running we did like we did with TJ, um, in, uh, in Ogilvy, 
um, the the Down syndrome racer that uh, the the UMSs you know he's he's one of their uh, you know honorary officials and whatever and they've done a lot with him. Um, we did this with him as well, but uh, you know just pushed him around the racetrack. I mean I went as fast as the four wheeler can go, and that is not, it's it's scary. <laughs> it's scary to push a sprint car that you know 40 miles an hour but just pushed him around and the only reason that i did it not you know because it's your kid and whatever but because i want him when he's dreaming of of because you know he wants to be a race car driver um you know when i was his age that's all i wanted to unlike jory the skateboarder i uh um but my reference when i when i was when I was imagining racing in my mind, I was watching my car go around. You know what I mean? I was, I was the video game kind of a deal. Um, but I want his frame of reference, you know, to see and think and feel, you know, now he knows what it looks like when you're sitting in the car and the cockpit and, you know, and some of the noises and whatever. And that's, you know, that's with this Hornet deal. It's so important, you know, to get your feet wet and get so accustomed to that environment. Cause it's crazy when you first get into it. Um, and then once you've done it for so long, it's, you know, it's not, uh, the environment doesn't bother you at all. It's actually comfortable, but, uh, um, that frame of reference, you know, that's where we want to get these kids started. And, uh, hopefully we can, I know Grand Rapids Speedway is doing some cool things with some hornets this year. They haven't announced yet, but, um, been nice enough to, to let me in on and, um, and hopefully we can kind of do this stuff in conjunction with them and, you know, really boost the entrance rate into racing, you know, for all classes. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, it's a great opportunity for the kids. We need to get more kids involved. Again, I was fortunate. I, I, I guess I didn't really have much of a choice to get into it, but a lot of kids don't They don't have that opportunity. There's so many other things to do these days, and there's so many things that, uh, like, attention spans aren't what they were. You know, right. Again, because there's so much... <laughs> so much yeah. Randy is a great example. <laughs> what are we Calm talking down, about? Gram- Calm down, Grandpa Randy. We'll be all right. Hey, easy. So you you can ride your old time skateboard. The so. only one that I actually allowed to call me grandpa is my granddaughter, so just get off. <laughs> okay. <him>. All right. <laughs> so well, it'll be good. Right, though. It'll be good to uh have an in for the sport to get them involved in it and learn how to work on things and how, how the races work and how to drive and all of that. Yes. Well, that's the the bummer now is that exactly what your father did is really tough to do nowadays. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Bring it home and go ahead. No, no, just bringing a car home. That that was it. I yeah. mean, bring a car home and you and the boy go out and you know, obviously you know the Estes really well. Oh yeah. Um, and your sure. dad, your dad was around their camp so much, and yep. uh, you know Kelly and I. Uh, you know, we we talk a lot, and and Skeeter and Mac, and they're great people. Um, and I. Kelly has, you know, consistently been like, oh, I should never got them into racing and whatever. I, you know, even though they're, they're just the most talented guys, yeah, exactly. all three of them um, is, you know, it's, he's always grumping about this or that. And, you know, and, and most of it's just in humor, but um, you know, I, I honestly think to myself and I've said this to him several times, like, I mean, look how lucky you are though. You know, you know where your boys are. Um, you get to spend all that time together. I mean, there was a time when I didn't care about anything but me. Like I want to be a race car driver, I want, but now that I have kids and and uh, all I want is that there's a place. So hopefully they go out and conquer the world. But you know, if not, I want them to be. You know, I want to be able to spend time with them and be around and do. You know, this racing thing is really as much about spending time as a family and with a common goal and some excitement 
as it is anything. And of course, you know, skateboarding jewelry didn't realize that. And, uh, and you know, most of us don't, but, uh, that time now, now reflect on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All that time that you spent with your dad and, and now knowing, you know, where, where the road had unfortunately come to an end. I mean, that's, that's all of us, you know, you don't yeah. know when, you know, what's around the corner. So yep. it's, uh, that's to me why the way we do business and, and this kind of stuff is so important because that's really what we're, what we're trying to show people, you know, I mean, this is an awesome way to spend your time and, and enjoy your family. Yeah. Very, uh, again, some of the best times in my life were on road trips with my dad, just me and my dad cruising to a track wherever, however many hours away in the hauler in the old cube van. <laughs> driving wherever yep. stopping at little diners along the way just having a good time yeah yeah i mean what what it doesn't get no better than that once no. you're once you're on your dad's side you know if if you could uh if you could ask him i i would guarantee that you know those same times are are what was special to him too you know i mean it's really special to see your kid win and to do well and whatever and that's all great but um you know the, the success is just the icing on the cake i mean yep. just it's that time that's uh that's amazing and and uh, well i mean randy you know you've got a pretty legendary dad as well <laughs> yeah i i remember spending a lot of time chasing racing and going to some drag strips and i'm old enough that i've i've actually outlived some drag strips in the area you know there was north star dragways down in the twin cities it was just off the side of i-35 you could see it from the freeway yeah and i remember watching don perdome and tom McEwen match race under the lights like 8 30 at night mm -hmm. and the lights on that track were like 150 feet apart and there were the one bulb yeah. like street light yeah. deal <laughs> yeah we're, we were down by the finish line and that the, they come down the track and all you could hear was the blowers whine and big flames out of the headers and you see car dark flames car dark flames car dark flames and this blower whine just and then they go by in and got louder than hell and they disappeared in the dark yeah. <laughs> it's like oh where'd they go that'd be awesome <laughs> Yeah, and but doing that with you know you and the old man, you know that's yeah. that's uh, you know those are those are the special memories. So, but uh, on that note, boys, um, unfortunately, I have to uh, um, politely bow out of the conversation. Um, but Jory, thank you so much for coming in and uh, not just not just supporting the racing series, but uh, being brave enough to come and spend some time with the two knuckleheads and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, I would appreciate it. I know we've talked about it in the past, but uh, I mean, you've you've kind of got a uh, you've got a knack for or a talent for talking and doing this kind of stuff. So uh, if you would wouldn't mind, you know, filling uh, filling a seat for us Once every now and again, yeah, we'd really appreciate that. Yeah, you guys just give me a call anytime. <laughs> I got, I got awesome. an exit song for you now, considering all the oh. crap that we've been giving each other. Oh boy. We'll see if it actually works while you're still on the phone. <laughs> I I oh, that's right. That. You can't hear it. <laughs> no, you're, is it playing right now? Yeah. Oh, boy. No, I can't. It's your favorite it. band. Is it? Uh, uh, Wilson Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> the Old Crush <Oak> Boys. 
<laughs> is it blink oh yeah oh awesome is it all the small things yes sir oh yes yeah i even called it like i yeah, called the there shot you, go. Uh, you just remind me someday to tell you the story about, oh, uh, about the blink 182 cop definitely uh, yeah or even better ask my wife about the cop <laughs> <laughs> so, oh boy but, i'm oh, calling no, hillary not... now <laughs> oh wait i don't ever text me your wife's number so i can get this story <laughs> i'll get right on it boys i gotta go thank you so much Jordan. oh for sure thanks, man randy hey thank you nation appreciate all you guys yep. we'll uh, we'll be we'll be talking real soon oh yeah for sure <laughs> have a good night Kaylee. Right. we'll talk to you, you later. too bye-bye bye <laughs> Good conversation. Good conversation. Now, let me ask you something. Yep. You, you've driven pure stocks and Midwest mods and all kinds of crap. Yep. How much different is the sprint car to drive? Ah, oh, man, it's compl- uh, coming from a B mod. It's just, it's like the opposite. It's completely, it's, it's like driving a big go-kart almost. The That's, way the steering is set up and everything. Yeah. It's uh, And the way the suspension is, again, they don't move much. You know what I mean? You can tell. Not like a B mod. So it's... uh. It, it's it's very weird, but uh, once you get used to it, it's really fun. It's, it's hard to get used to because driving a B mod or certain other cars, you you learn bad habits, I guess, for a sprint car because you learn to drive the opposite way for the most part. I'd imagine the transition for you was a little difficult. Yeah, it was. It was uh, it was tough. It caught. It took me a while to catch on, man. You know, I struggled. Again, we didn't have the best of equipment, and I, maybe I wasn't setting it up right. I'm I'm lucky now. I got very good car owners, and <laughs> I just come in and say, "Hey, it, it feels this way," and they take care of it. So oh, it makes got, it easy for me. You've got a lot better better understanding of oh, for sure, of, of how things work. Yeah, now, you oh, know, definitely. And it just, I I know those, the torsion bar setup is so different than the yeah, way the springs work, and yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Again, it hasn't changed much since '60s, '70s. It's yeah. still the same same concept. Yeah, four torsion bars. And now, this was something I wanted to ask you earlier, because I, I remember some of the cars that you've had, and I don't remember all of them. Did you ever drive a car without the down tubes in front? No, I never did. Um, when I was looking at sprint cars, when I was first getting into it, someone was selling one, but I never, I never bid on it or anything. I, I would think that those ones are a little more flexible. Yeah, I don't know how... Again, we only have 400 and whatever horsepower, so it's it's probably not much noticeable in, in, in our cars because of the weight transfers not as much, but in a higher horsepower car, yeah, definitely. They would be... I've seen a few. There's not many that race them now. And there's some, uh, like, sure. Schnee chassis builds some half down tube. It's like a mid-between, between yeah. a down tube and a non-down tube, so... You still again vintage cars. You'll see a lot of them, but yeah. not too many people race in the in the 2000s. People still there were still some competitive ones. I mean, Sammy Swindell in the early 2000s, he ran a non down tube car with the Outlaws, and he won a lot of races. It just he uh, he got in a really bad wreck at uh, Williams Grove or somewhere. A tow truck pulled out onto the track during his time trial. I remember and he seeing the video of that. Up the car, and I think after that, he never. <laughs> He never went back to a non-down tube. They're just it's it's a safety thing, I guess. Too. Yeah, I, I would imagine because they look like they just fold in half yeah, right behind I, the I, engine. Maybe they're meant to. I don't know, but but it definitely helps having those tubes running down there for safety. It, I, I it was, definitely stops a lot. I was on the internet earlier today researching something, and 
came across a picture of one of those mm-hmm. non-down tube cars. Yeah, they look goofy now. The, I still think they look cool as yeah. hell. You know, that, missing I'll drive that extra it. I mean, bar. Hey, I drive <laughs> but I'm, I, I know I went out that, in that arriving drive. Now, granted, I wasn't the greatest racer on the planet, but I had a lot of fun. You know, being a field filler. Yeah, it's it's you a know, good time. I, I it's sure. a good time in sprint cars, whether I, you're running in the front of the pack, back of the pack. It's it's a good rush. I, I get I, my fix. I did a really good job of making sure that the race winners had a full purse. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I I took Dave Brayford's. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. You know, he's a little bigger guy. I'm yep. a, a lot bigger guy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fit right but, in there. Man, I put that thing in at a corner, and it it felt like it was just gonna snap around. Yeah, like, it's, what the again? Hell? It, it feels really weird. It, it it's crazy how hard you can drive those things, how sideways you can get them. And when you're used to driving a B mod or you know whatever super stock like you or yeah. whatever, you feel like you're going around, and you're really not. It's just it's so hard to get used to that, and it, it's really hard to train yourself to get yeah, back on the throttle at yeah, that point for because. Sure. The super stock or the B mod, you're going, oh, oh crap, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. And you wait for it to settle back in yep. and then drive out of it. You've already trained yourself to do that, so it's hard to train out of that. But, yeah, it's, again, like the harder you drive those things, the better they work, it seems. And, they, and you can get out of trouble that way. Like if you're going, if you know you're going to hit that wall, you just mash that thing. and <laughs> Pin it and pray. Yeah, again, that's, it just, it, it's crazy how those things work. They're a lot of fun, though. Definitely the adrenaline rush is uh, quite more than those other classes, especially with the 410. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> it's like a yeah. night and day difference. When you were running Knoxville, were you on the bottom? Were you catfishing or were you um, up against the wall? In time trials, you couldn't really, you had to, it, time trials, tacky there. It's only one lane usually at three quarters of the way up the track. So you had to for that. So, yeah, but um, the really cool thing about running the bottom there is there's a big berm and you can kind of, if you do it right, you can hop your left front over there, and it'll put pressure on your right rear, so you have even more bite. So, if you nail it right, it's it's pretty fun to run the bottom there too. How many times you nail it right? Oh, a couple, spot <laughs> here and there. <laughs> it's fast. The speed was the again the biggest thing to get used to there. You're going so fast. Yeah, I remember back mid. Oh, it had to be late '80s, early '90s. Kid I went to high school with wound up driving for Danny Motter, that Jimmy. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I know he cleared the fence at Knoxville. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something happened, and and they brought home a rear end that looked more like a horseshoe than it did. (laughs) Yeah, there there were some pretty good, not good wrecks, pretty big wrecks, I guess, when I was down there. But, yeah, when you crash there, you're a man. I'm I'm actually kind of jealous. I've been the closest I've been to the Knoxville track is I spent the night in the Super Eight right across the street. Oh yeah, we went to video the Harris Clash yeah, one year yeah. and they got rained out. Yeah, I never even made it to the oh, track. Okay, I'm like, I had never been there either. I'd never <laughs> been to watch when Reese asked me this spring when he was thinking about it. He's like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about going to Knoxville. Have you ever raced there or been there? And I, was, I said, No, I, I play it on uh, PlayStation Two on the World of Outlaws Sprint Car game. I can run the bottom pretty good there, so <laughs> that was enough, I guess. I don't know. That was all I knew. And you probably got the wheel set up and the whole deal. Yeah. He's with the playing chair, with yeah. The hydraulic activated. Playing I felt chair. that was enough experience to qualify me to go. 
<laughs> no, it was again, man. It was just a surreal experience. Everything it, it was just a blur the first night. I compare it to like my first time ever racing snowcross. It just you you don't. Uh, it's like you don't have time to be nervous because everything is going so quick and it's just an, an adrenaline rush the entire time. It was insane. Right. I, I can imagine. At the end of the night, once everything's over, you're just unwinding. And then I would I went back to the hotel room and I was watching the GoPro footage and I was just, oh my God, we're going quick. I can't imagine. I know those, those things fly at Cedar Lake and Cedar's mm-hmm. a third of a mile smaller. Yeah. And it's it, it's insane. The four tens are are nuts, and we don't even like. He has a two four. He has a wing four ten engine and the non wing, and they're a little bit of a difference there between power. And we always put the tame one in for for the non wing car, and that even that is insane. That's it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like you- at Superior, we put it in this year. We wanted to go test it out, so Superior was having practice the week before Knoxville. Luckily. We went down there. The first, the first session, they hadn't put any water on the track. It was dry as heck. We're just not doing much. We right. came in. We're like, well, it's going to be dry. Let's tighten this thing up. So we snug the thing up right before we go out there. They put a bunch of water on the track, and we're <laughs> and Reese is like, you don't have to go out there, man. You know, we can because it's those four tens react so quick. Yeah. And I said, I'll just take it easy. I'll take it easy. So I go out there and I, I can, I was <laughs> easing into it. And it's even at that halfway down the straight, just barely getting on it. And you're still popping the front end up, riding a wheelie. Nice. Yeah. it. Uh, they're crazy. <laughs> it's fun though. It's a rush. Yeah. Right, right up your alley. It's like you feel it in your chest, the, the way that, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I love it. Adrenaline, man. You, you're, you're, you, ever, get, you ever been to an NHRA national? Yeah, event? I went to Brainerd one year. Yeah, that's I would again. I know my buddy uh, Bruce Johnson from Duluth, another iron worker, with me. Yeah. Shout out local five twelve. <laughs> um, he races. He, he used to race B mods with me, so I, I knew him through that. And yeah, he tells me it's pretty crazy too. He's another adrenaline junkie like me. So <laughs> we got to keep it going. I like it all, man. It's oh, I got to keep it going all year. It helps me stay young, as you can tell by looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> 31 years old, he gets yep. carted for liquor. <laughs> Flying through the air on a snowmobile is, is fun. I, in a car, probably not so much fun, but I don't know. I'd... I've been lucky, man. I haven't had two. I've had some some pretty good. I've, I've Dukes of Hazard a few cars. Nothing too crazy, though. No hospital visits. No. That, not yet. That's when you've had too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know yeah <laughs> yeah i just keep it going year round i i just uh stay at very active whether i work out pretty often uh i like riding my mountain bike i do that a lot on the trails helps to keep me in shape handlebar shape yeah. for uh i ride my dirt bike a little bit not as much as i, I probably should it sits around too much but i'm busy guy yeah. and then yeah i like racing uh snow cross and hill cross in the winter that helps pass the time for that too I'd imagine it helps keep your endurance level up. Yeah, it's it's a man. Because snowcross is a workout. It's insane. <laughs> Even just making one, like 
I always remember as a kid and, and you know, growing up or whatever, you're at the races like, oh God, these, you see the, the amateur classes. You're like, man, these guys are going slow. I could smoke these guys. Out. You, yeah. yeah. Go, go out there. I'm telling you, try it. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go try and make it. one lap. It's insane how, how tough it is. You don't realize it until you're doing it. It's a lot of fun though. That's, I don't take it too serious though. The racing, car racing. Yeah. I take that a little more serious, but, uh, the, the sleds, that's just, that's my outlet. That's how I let loose in the winter. So I just like, it's fun hitting jumps. You, you like my poster collection, huh? Yeah, very cool. <laughs> I actually found those tucked back into the little storage closet over here. Yep. And I, I pulled them out and they were in, in just exactly like that. And I went, yeah, these are too Heck good. Yeah. To, they got to be framed. I actually have a gift for you that I want to give you here Uh-oh. in a second. Did this, I might actually scare the hell out of me. <laughs> Nice. The Hughes Racing shirt. Yeah, one of my uh, Snowcross jerseys. I got to find a I figured I'd bring a gift with me to the studio. I'm going to have to find a Sharpie and get you to sign that before we hang it up. That's going on the studio wall for sure. Heck yeah. I'll get that framed. Yeah, we're going to find you a Sharpie. You're going to sign that before (laughs) you go. (laughs) Thank you, man. Oh, for sure, man. Thanks for having me. This is cool. (laughs) And with that, we've been at this... uh, Geez, almost two hours already. I know. <laughs> Flies right by. <laughs> so uh what do you got planned for the winter now? Uh just gonna work. Again, I got into the iron workers in September, so we've been busy. It's shutdown season, been busy with that, learning a lot, trying to save some money, buy a house, and then uh yeah, I guess go racing in the spring. That's the plan. Is uh you gonna be back being the lead shoe for I hope so. Reese? Again, I uh, I would imagine so. I think we had a pretty decent season. We had five wins. I think that's all right. <laughs> didn't didn't wad the car up. So, yeah, I hope so. That'd be awesome. <coughs> They're great. Great people to drive for. Great, Just great people to know. Yeah. They've yeah. given a lot to sprint car. Again, for so long, they were the only, you know, sprint car team around the Iron Range. They've had probably had 50 drivers drive that car over the years. Yeah, I think Ryan Bowers drove for him for a little yeah, while. Yeah, oh, Bowers, again, Lee Gross, every, again, Jason name it. And Tostenson drive for Tostenson him for a while. Drove, uh, they've had everyone drive yeah. that car. So it's it's pretty cool. It's like a history thing. It's pretty cool. Again, I uh, my other friend, uh, Ryan Wilson, another iron worker, used to drive that car too. And that's how I got to know them around that time. And then one of my very good friends, Rob Cahill, I can't forget him. If it wasn't for Rob Cahill and Jerry and their team, I would have never got into sprint cars either. They helped me immensely, gave me setups, every part that I need, everything. So thank you so much, Rob. You uh, Not only me, but so many other people you've helped and the UMSS, everyone. And uh, Rob drove for him for two years, and then he uh, put the good word in for me, and it worked out. Cool. So it's cool to get to race against Rob. Uh, he comes up here when he can. And then the UMSS, we get to race down when we run with the Mastel Brothers Series. Again, we, we run around and then in four tens. So we, we see each other quite often through the summer. It's really cool. He's a really good guy. That's a gr- good group of people. Too. Oh, for sure. And we, uh, yeah, my car owner, he likes to not travel as much as he used to, but he likes to go around. So again, we uh, we race mainly with the Northern Renegades. We'll hit some UMSS, Mastel Brothers, wherever. It don't Jackson. (laughs) 
It don't matter. He just likes to race. You you don't care either. No, I get along with everyone. I I just, I got my gear bag. I'm ready. Let's go. Give me a wheel, dude. Let me go. Just give me a call. We'll go. Well, thanks for coming in and making this a fun and entertaining night, Jory. Oh, for sure. Anytime. And uh, we're going to quickly thank Liquid Nitro Racing, Liquid Nitro Energy Drink, the uh, drink that gives you the energy to get to the finish line, and that's no bull. Palmer's Tavern, Sandy and Brooke and the gang down at Palmer's Tavern, they're uh, helping us get through this off-season with some of the greatest burgers on the Iron Range. And Paul and the gang down at Residlo's Old World Meats down in Hermantown. And their line of snack sticks with 10 sit flavors that they usually have all the time. And then they rotate through like another 20 different seasonal flavors that are pretty awesome. Big thanks to those guys for helping us out all year long with the Renegade Sprint Car Series and the Renegades on Dirt. This is Randy for Jory and Kaylee. We will see you next week about same time. I was just trying to think of who I got on. I got lined up for next week. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk to Troy Gessner and uh, follow his journey up through the race car world, being as he was a complete rookie here two years ago. <laughs> and now he's out whooping butt on Troy Hughes. Yeah, he's come a long way. It's quick. <laughs> and with that said, have a great night, and we will see you next week. Hey, gang, it's Randy from Renegades on Dirt. I've got to take a minute and introduce you to the fine folks at old world meets paul residlo and the gang doing things the family way since 1951 three generations of butchers doing it right for all of your beef poultry and pork needs get a hold of the guys at oldworldmeats.com and get up some of the best usda beef in the area Don't forget to get yourself some of the Old World Meats snack sticks. Ten different flavors, 20 seasonal rotational flavors. They've got a grazundle of beef products. And, you know, they're pretty good people, too. (laughs) Paul and the gang doing it for almost 70 years, serving the greater Duluth area oldworldmeats.com check them out and let them know the renegades on dirt sent you hey gang randy with the renegades on dirt podcast and i just want to take a minute and thank sandy and brooke and the gang down at palmer's tavern in downtown hibbing minnesota for sponsoring the podcast this year if you're in the mood for a great great burger Stop in and get yourself one of the fresh handmade daily burgers that they got on the menu down at Palmer's. Boneless chicken wings, bone-in chicken wings, about 10 flavors of those. Vikings game central. Stop in and check out the Vikings action every time the Vikings play. They've got drink specials and outdoor uh, horseshoe courts, beanbag leagues, and I think there's still a couple of... uh, bocce ball courts out there for those of you who remember how to play bocce ball outdoor patio for outdoor dining on those beautiful minnesota days we get that's sandy and brooke all the gang down at palmers thanks a lot for your support northern renegades non-wing sprint car series welcomes back liquid nitro energy drink for the 2019 season liquid nitro's herbal energy drink the best tasting energy drink on the market 
Ask for it by name. Get it in your retailers, in your vending machines. Liquid Nitro Energy, giving you the power to make it to the finish line. Liquid Nitro Energy drink. It's no bull. 